0: I might not be coherent at some points today. I almost fucking killed myself by going when I shouldn't have gone on the drive home. Oh, no. Oh, man, I had a
1: really... I had one of those today. We were driving to APA to drop off a, a kennel and some old Leo harnesses. Oh, yeah? And... I don't know why. I guess I was just like talking to Allison and I was about to merge over in another lane. And I looked in my mirror and there was nothing. And I neck checked and there was nothing. I started to merge over and there was a Jeep just like right there. And yeah. It was horrifying. Like yeah. I did. I must have been on autopilot or something, but I thought I did everything I usually do. Right. When I merge over. I felt it was like, terrifying. It was like being attacked by a ghost.
0: Yeah. No, seriously. Like I I, I was Waiting at the turn on to get into my neighborhood, actively staring at a car coming at me and the lanes that I have to go across. And I, I was just like, not accelerating, but still moving forward as oh, though no. I'm going to make the turn, staring at the car and then like recognize that. And I said, out loud, what the fuck are you doing? And like slammed on the brakes in time to like not hit this person. Yeah, I uh, and then like of course they were visibly mad. I'm like, I know, I get it. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, <laughs> I just need to get off the road. I mean, this
1: is my this is my argument for cars not being the solution. Is like, yes, cars are extremely convenient, but we should build society in such a way that cars aren't necessary. Because like, if someone has a bad day. <laughs> When they're yeah. walking or riding a bike, it's a lot better than when someone has a bad day behind 1.5 tons of metal, right. surrounded by other 1.5 tons of metal going about 30 miles an hour.
0: Yeah, yeah. like if you're distracted in your own head while you're walking, you might bump into someone or something, but it's, you know, the worst is maybe somebody falls And
1: I mean, we all have days where we're on the road for 30 plus minutes and every second of that spent thinking like, I shouldn't be driving.
0: I'm not drunk or anything. Yeah. I'm
1: just having a bad day and I shouldn't be operating heavy machinery right now.
0: No. Yeah. Like when in the late afternoon, when the sun is just the perfect temperature and like, even though you got the AC on, it's like, I feel myself there. I have the, 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 um, the possibility of just falling asleep at the wheel.
1: Yeah. It's not good.
0: up in a blanket i'm full of chicken noodle soup and my arm is buzzing with that moderna booster it's time for zero credits the show where we talk about things i'm high energy henry and i'm uh unboosted john and together we're high energy henry and unboosted john coming at you to discuss the cultural happenings of that zeitgeist that one right there i can see it (laughs) I want to be
1: very clear. I'm not anti-vax, but I'm anti-boost. But I'm, I'm, wait, I'm is this so, real? No, I'm very pro-booster. I just feel weird about mixing and matching. I didn't mean to get into this so early in the episode, it's, but it's it kind of yeah. seems like the CDC's kind of saying whatever they want to get things back to normal, so I don't know if I trust them when they say you can just mix and match proprietary vaccines.
0: I, uh, I, 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 of course, am a diehard Moderna fan, and so I've gone Moderna all the way, even though the second shot laid me out for like a day and a half.
1: Yeah, I've heard similar stories about the Moderna booster being
0: pretty rough. So the Moderna booster is half of the viral load. Not viral load. That's not the right weapon word. <laughs> half the load. That. It's half the load of the original shot. So instead of .50, it's .25. This was explained to me by our pharmacist who shot both my wife and I.
1: Oh, Wow. Did you get revenge
0: for being shot by your pharmacist? No, we thanked her and went about our day holding our arms as though everything was normal. Ah, you get you get shot with a
1: with a booster. I don't know dude I, I I'm do. sure you can mix and match and I honestly thought the mixing and matching thing was totally fine until kind of everything the CDC's been saying for the past couple of months I'm like, I don't. I kind you, of feel like they're just saying whatever yeah. they need to to get us back to
0: normal. At the worst time possible. Like I don't want to. I don't want to drag the CDC because I know they they've been doing like more work than anybody else for the past two years. But at the same time, John, I think they they basically announced in uh, an order for things to go back to normal, comma you're all on your own.
1: I mean, pretty much they're. Uh, Dr. Fauci in interviews has basically said that the quarantine requirement was dropped to 14 to 10 days because that it it was genuinely believed that you would have finished most of your viral shedding by the 10 day point, but was moved from 10 days to five days to preserve societal function,
0: which is stupid. Like society has functioned this entire time. I read a headline today which is how you know, I'm well-researched, that said something like mega megacorporate, not mega corporations. the word mega wasn't in the headline, but corporations posted like 150% like profits over the past year. It's like, so society is fine as far as like the vested interests of the people who run society are concerned.
1: Yeah, I think for the most part, society's been fine. I think it's uh, tough for small businesses, which is it's always tough because I stand for small businesses, but a lot of small business people are weird fascist tyrants. Uh, so it's it's hard to stand for them as a group, you know.
0: No, yeah, I understand. Um, and also, I lost my train of thought completely. Man, that booster's gotcha, huh? No, I don't know. I, I am feeling kind of out of it. This is not to dissuade anyone from getting the booster. Uh, oh, I mean, sure to be absolutely clear, but I'm a little bit out of it. And so that's why this episode's going to be super cool. Even though both of us have said things that are pretty negative about the booster. If I could
1: get boosted with my juice of choice, I'd be boosted.
0: I, I will tell you uh, to make you feel better. John, my father, uh, he crossed the streams, so to speak. He had Pfizer for his initial doses and then had Moderna. For the booster, and he just had a couple of bad side effects and was good within like 48 hours.
1: Okay, I, I mean, I, I don't think my concern is side effects. I think my concern is maybe more like efficacy, I guess. But honestly, I'm not an expert, and, and to use a platform to talk about something that I don't actually know yeah. about as it relates
0: to the health of the nation and the world, probably not a cool thing to do. Yeah, we don't want to be like T- Tucker Carlson and just ask a bunch of questions with no answers.
1: I mean, no one really wants to be Tucker Carlson, least of
0: all him.
1: Most people on the right. Anyway, speaking of people on the right, I'm opening a beverage.
0: That's correct. I, I opened my beverage before the episode started because I wasn't thinking, uh, which which um. So I'd had no way to start that segment. I usually start that segment by opening a drink, but in this case, my Coke Zero Sugar is already open. Wow, brave of you to
1: be drinking a Coke Zero Sugar. I'm just drinking harmless, harmless alcohol.
0: Yeah, I uh, decided without telling anybody. So here's the announcement that I will be doing a complete and total dry January this year. Ooh, noble. We are four days into it and I'm already regretting it, but uh, I'm just tired of drinking.
1: (laughs) I mean, I, I totally get it. I... Even in the short period of time where I, uh, limited my drinking, uh, because I was having a weird allergic reaction, uh, that limiting of it, like cut the amount that I drink in half. It's really easy for things to get out of control, especially if it's something you find comfort in, not necessarily that you drink to get drunk, you know? Right. And I was just doing too much, you know? I say, good for you. Uh, Dry January is a—it's a powerful tool for people. I don't really do it anymore because it's too hard, and then if I fail, I feel bad. But you know, I hear
0: you. Yeah, no, it's going to be good. We got a lot of uh, Coke Zero for me to replace one addiction with another in the meantime. And uh, hey, if, that's what if I anything,
1: do. if anything, and you need like a little something. Drink, like, a full sugar soda or a non-alcoholic beer or a kombucha. There are a lot of things out there you can drink.
0: I was thinking of making, like, a mocktail with, like, some ginger ale and some, uh, uh, like, club soda. I don't know if I need both of those, but then also just some cranberry juice. To make, like, a weird poinsettia.
1: You could probably get pretty into, like, mocktail mixology. They sell, uh, this is... a a pretty neat thing they've started to sell these like uh like mock liquors like things in gin bottles that are like uh like a juniper infused distilled water that that just tastes very strongly of juniper and you can't really drink it by itself but you can use it in cocktails Hmm. i I think there's a i think if you wanted to replace your drinking with expensive faux (laughs)
0: drink mixology (laughs) Uh, it would be insufferable, but probably pretty fun. Right, I'm going to make a mocktail screwdriver. It's just uh, orange juice poured over ice.
1: You, no, it could be uh, orange <laughs> juice and what's a nasty tasting
0: water? <laughs> yeah, like a club soda or something, like that. carbonated. Yeah. There you go, carbonated orange juice. Great. Yeah, this is this is helping. That's Orangina. You just invented Orangina. <laughs> Now I will reveal that I decided to do dry January a couple of days into January, but not as many days as I was thinking.
1: <laughs> I was I mean, like
0: this has been pretty easy so far, so uh, yeah, we'll do a dry January. I mean, we're almost done and then I looked at the my like the calendar and it was January 2nd.
1: <laughs> You're like, "Man, this is a breeze." Oh, 24 hours has passed.
0: <laughs> right. I was like, "Man, I'm almost done with January." It's, yeah, it was like January 1st, midnight. <laughs>
1: But I mean, good on you. I think dry January, we talk about it pretty much every year. It's an Austin tradition.
0: Everyone knows about dry
1: January. Yeah. Well, I think it's more than an Austin tradition, but sure.
0: I don't know. I didn't particularly, there was no kicking off incident. It was just like, I'm fat. I need to not drink for a month.
1: (laughs) I mean,. I, uh, as someone who is also trying to lose a little bit of weight, drinking any, literally any time I I stop drinking or curtail my drinking to any degree, I, I feel better and lose yeah. a bunch of weight. So it's I got not I got a bad winded, strategy.
0: Got winded on a couple of walks with Delhi my dog, and I was just like, "This is not good."
1: <laughs> this in is, in, in your defense,
0: this. in your defense, and not to erode
1: your uh, resolution right? New year, but it's not new year resolution. It's a no, resolution it's just, you've made at the beginning yeah, of the year, but a month, a month long
0: resolution,
1: but not to derode your erode your resolution. Uh, but our dogs are uh, insane and have an unbelievable amount of energy and it's hard to keep up with them. And I hope to God that the surgery fixes it. Yeah. Um, surgery, what? <laughs> yeah. We're having a uh, Leo's, uh, energy removed we're going to an energy vampire
0: oh no oh well at least it's humane oh no he's not human oh he's not human. He, he's an energy vampire he, he's a vampire yeah uh i had a really bad walk with delhi over the break that uh, that uh, the the end result of which is i have a pretty nasty rope burn around my ankle now oh yikes um that is just it's just an open wound it looks like it looks like my ankle like my leg was almost cut in half i uh
1: so i similar thing happened with leo but it was totally my fault i bought him like a 30 foot training leash
0: oh no we were thinking about this leash when this happened what happened
1: i think they're very worth it uh but the first day i had it i was trying to like throw a ball with him in a field and we were doing that, and he was, like, going after the ball, and I noticed that I didn't have it clipped to my belt correctly, so I went to grab it.
0: Oh, no. And
1: it gave me a really bad uh, rope burn on the inside of one of my fingers that took weeks and weeks to heal.
0: Yeah, yeah, no. No. It was one of those things where I didn't realize I was hurt until much later when I tried to stand up. And I was like, why is my leg literally on fire? Oh, no. And then I looked down and was like, oh, you you have just an open wound.
1: <laughs> as, a, as someone who's been tending for an o- to an open wound for the last couple of weeks, uh, keep it wet. Really? Generally, you want to apply something like polysporin to it. You don't want to use neosporin because it keeps it from healing. Oh, uh, but you want to use like a polysporin or a bacitracin, bass, and then once it starts to like heal and start to scab over, you can put like petroleum jelly or aquafor or coconut oil on it to keep it from forming like a really hard scab that falls off and you get a scar. But if you don't care about scars, then whatever.
0: I've been letting Delly's been really concerned about it ever since she found it. Um, so I, I've been letting her lick it. Is that good? <laughs> oh yeah, I that's the best. Right, because a dog's tongue is cleaner than a human's, right? Yeah, that
1: objectively true thing we all know. Thanks, Disney Channel.
0: Uh, all right. Look, it's a new year, John. New it's year, 2022. You? What did what, what he say? New year, you? No, it's the same old fucking piece of shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but but new, new year, new... same old piece of shit. But there's new things to talk about, new things are happening. Mmm. Um, mmm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: i was trying to show enthusiasm while enjoying my drink okay what are you drinking by the way oh i'm drinking a real ale brewing company real heavy scotch ale a scotch Uh, egg it is (laughs) yes it is a sausage wrapped around a hard-boiled egg in a Uh, a drink in a drink it's great it's blended amazing uh it's blended and fermented but i uh real ale brewing company i am blanco texas i think or lubbock i don't know uh they're they're an institution they make a lot of those bombers with all kind of the same design but they make some great very reasonably priced heavy winter beers such as the real heavy or the commissar or the black quad which is my favorite but what does it taste like hold on i don't have much of a nose for heavy darker beers but let's see Oh, definitely a Scotch ale. It's okay. pretty burny, kind of like right. burnt toffee. Definitely, kind of smells and tastes like Scotch wood. So kind of peaty, very dry, and uh, pretty heavy, almost syrupy.
0: Okay, that sounds like it would warm you up in a hurry.
1: Oh yeah, definitely a winter beer. Try to drink this in the
0: summer, and you'll immediately throw up. You will die, yeah. You'll be so weighed down by that flavor profile and texture and palate, those words, that you would sink into the earth.
1: Yeah, you'd sink into the earth, you'd fall into hell, you'd fall through hell, and then you'd come out in Australia.
0: Yeah. And then you would have to have a Foster's, which is apparently not very good. Where it would be winter? When is winter in Australia? So it's, it's winter here, John, so it's summer in Australia right now.
1: Yeah, so if you drank this in the summer, you'd go through hell to Australia where it's winter and you exactly. feel great. You were,
0: yep, you're correct, yeah. Everyone knows this. This is, this is fact, verifiable. Absolutely, look it up. Look it up. Um, right, 2022, off to a great start. Uh, noticeable this year, the Pope did not slap anyone on January 1st. <laughs> yes. And as so now now we know we're in for 6 months of good luck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, we are we are in for uh, for 6 months of good luck. Uh No, very fortunately there were no um horrifying coups or murders uh, extrajudicial ju- murders of foreign yet. generals yet. I mean, or that we know
0: of rather. <laughs> It's still early. It, last year, it ha- might have happened on the 6th. I mean, the attempt happened.
1: Yes. And so far, January has not brought us any of that. Uh, but, you know, Biden administration not doing a, a great job overseas in terms of avoiding killing people. So, you know, we'll see.
0: Why do we always do that? I don't want to talk about it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're we're a violent hegemony.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hegemonies.
1: Hegemony. You got any... So, um... (laughs) You got any... um, What an episode. What an episode.
0: (laughs) I don't know how to bring this up because it's very sad. Uh And it technically happened last year. Mm Mm-hmm. And I feel like to dig it up now, just because it's the first opportunity we have to talk about it, is kind of gauche. Oh, I know what you're going to talk about. There's no reason for me to drag it up. I I think maybe just a simple... We're not going to focus on it. just a simple, um, um, <laughs> very well-spoken and well-said message. Uh, rest in peace, Betty White, you will be missed.
1: Absolutely. Uh, one of the few great examples of someone that we said we loved while they were alive. Uh, yes. and also a tremendous human being for whom 99 was too short. Right. Although, a uh, heck
0: of a punchline, gotta say.
1: Mm, very good. Very good. I feel like as a, as a natural comedian coming out with uh, an article in which you repeatedly state <laughs> that you're an incredibly good elf and excited to see 100 and then die, impeccable comic timing.
0: Yeah, re- very funny. Very yeah. good. Um, you know, it's that kind of commitment to a bit that you just don't find in comedians coming up today. No, they're all so coddled yeah these this generation this I don't,
1: generation would never die at ninety nine this day and
0: age yeah point to one of one of the members <laughs> of the upcoming comedy class and show me which one will die at ninety nine and I will not be around to see that
1: listen, Bo Burnham hasn't died at the age of ninety nine in any of his shows.
0: I know, and he had an impeccable special that I've re-watched many times, but you know what he doesn't do in doing that special? Die at the age of ninety-nine. Exactly, and that's why he's not yet one of the greats. Not yet. Not yet. I say that over here on the sidelines of comedy. Uh-huh.
1: Which is the only <laughs> place where you can really comment. It's the safest place for
0: <laughs> for talking about <laughs> comedy yeah i mean what are we gonna do do it (laughs) yeah put my put risk my neck put myself out there for for people to have a chance to say i don't like this Uh uh-uh not for me
1: listen the last time i did comedy was like 23 months ago and you know what i didn't do
0: be famous be famous or die at the age of 99
1: oh if i'd have kept going i would have been one of the i would have died at the age of 99 just give me a month listen if if covid hadn't happened i was playing this big show where i died at the age of 99
0: (laughs) wow you would have gotten there first
1: Mm. betty white isn't also ran in this category
0: (laughs) um yeah so rest in peace betty white uh And then that's the end of that. We'll we'll never. We. I mean, it's at the moment has already passed. I don't want to prolong it. Absolutely. Yeah. Good thing that happened in last year, though, so we could start this year on a good note. Um, what good things are happening? I haven't seen one. I have a somewhat good thing. Oh, please enlighten
1: me. Uh, so. This is something that if if you follow certain circles, you're probably pretty aware of. Is this about Beyblades? No, I didn't know there was Beyblade. But Beyblades do tend to run in certain circles, mostly large balls. You have connected the dots. (laughs) Uh, But, no, it is not Beyblade news. That's next week. Uh, But, Henry, are you familiar with Elizabeth Holmes slash Theranos? Elizabeth Holmes? Is that no everyone this, thinks this, it's elizabeth on. moss who is in handmaid's tale and the invisible man it is not
0: no no not her um enola holmes you're you're thinking of enola holmes the 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 movie on netflix starring the girl from stranger things and henry Cavell. i feel like i quite liked enola holmes but i can't remember
1: anything about it
0: there was a boy in a suit of armor
1: it was enjoyable. I liked Enola Holmes. And Henry I like, Cavill makes a, a very good, weird, sardonic uh Sherlock Holmes.
0: I like a I like a background Sherlock Holmes. Too much Sherlock, I feel like ruins the character. Absolutely. Sherlock
1: should be squarely in the background.
0: Yeah. All right. So Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos.
1: Yes, Theranos. I'm surprised that these names don't uh don't ring any bells because they were pretty famous in uh 2017, 2018. You're thinking of Thanos. Yes, he was also very famous
0: in 2017 and 2018. It could be the um, the fog has started to roll into my brain. Uh, but no, these names, although parts of them are familiar, they do not ring uh, any duplicate matching bells. Uh, so just for a
1: quick background... Uh, Elizabeth Holmes is a, uh, was, Uh-oh. Th- th- actually it, it's not that pregnant, but at the time she was considered to be a, uh, Silicon Valley, uh, what's the word visionary at the age of 19. She founded this company called Theranos in like 2003. Th-
0: this does not sound familiar at all.
1: Uh, Theranos Incorporated, uh, grew from 2003 to be a consumer healthcare technology startup valued at over $10 billion over the course of 15 years. Jesus Christ. Uh, And essentially what Theranos' push was, is that they had this thing called a nanotainer, uh, which would revolutionize the blood testing industry by delivering uh, almost real-time, comprehensive blood testing results in a compact package that could be uh, carried around by people like real time blood testing. It it was completely revolutionary as far as what this could do. I I think the system they developed was called Edison.
0: Okay. So it would cut out the the lab technicians and and the waiting time of testing blood for results.
1: Exactly. And uh, I think Elizabeth Holmes and I, it says here his name is Ramesh Balwani. I I think every time I read about him, his nickname must be Sonny. I typically know of him as Sonny Balwani. Uh, but essentially, they, they touted the effectiveness of this continuously. However, their assertions were never really verified. Oh, no. Over the course of years. And uh, kind of a long story short, uh, because of press coverage in 2018 because ever since theranos was in the news anyone who knew the kind of blood test they were talking about running were like it's not it's literally not physically possible okay to have like a smartphone sized device that gives the results these people are thinking of like there's like centrifuges you need and blood titration and a bunch of different stuff you need for the specific test right. they were talking about that just aren't they they truly did from a biomedical engineering standpoint, just not possible
0: to do. So they they were pushing not like a a miracle, not cure, but a miracle method or a a snake oil.
1: Yeah, they basically. Uh, and over the course of years leading up to twenty eighteen, Elizabeth Holmes had successfully milked a lot of vc money from people like rupert murdoch the devos family oh uh, the, the waltons of walmart fame
0: which to be honest based uh very right group. right right I, I i you know applaud her a little bit for for getting vc money from these people but also these are exactly the types of people you wouldn't want to like upset
1: Yes. And and in 2018, they were charged by the SEC for wire fraud. And that kind of blew up into uh, just general massive fraud investigation for them defrauding their investors. Uh, and to be clear, I am very much in Elizabeth Holmes' corner. Yes, fraud is illegal, but it kind of it's kind of awesome when you can just lie and steal millions and millions of dollars from either people who are you know, uh, purportedly objectively evil, like the Waltons and Rupert Murdoch, and also just real boneheaded VC investor types. Uh, I, I think that that rules and people should do it more. Uh, so I, I am in Elizabeth Holmes corner on this one. Uh, but since 2018, there's been this ongoing investigation and either yesterday or the day before she was actually, uh, found guilty of four out of 11 charges for fraud. Okay. Well, 4 out of 11, that's less than half. It it is less than half. I think there was, uh, like, insufficient evidence for the remaining seven charges. Uh, I think of the four charges that carry an average sentence of 20 years, but it's a white-collar crime, so it's pretty unlikely she's going to serve much more than,
0: like, 10 years for this. We'll see. Okay. Well, who, at the uh, Did anyone get hurt besides investors?
1: Uh, That is uh, tough for me to determine. I I don't really know. Uh, From my understanding, Theranos was sent a lot of test blood samples, but I don't think any of them were actually, like, people who needed this to live. Uh, And then they just never, I think they just fudged the results. Uh, But I don't think any individuals were harmed. I think most of the harm happened in the upstream, hyper-wealthy sectors, but I might be
0: wrong. Okay. I mean, yeah, I I applaud any crime where the major victims are the rich. And to me, it doesn't seem like... It doesn't seem like promising things that don't come true is really a crime. So it seems as though they
1: did actually open blood testing centers. Uh, uh, but what losing. those blood testing centers were doing were just doing the blood tests, but on competitors' equipment. Uh, so they were still okay. testing people's blood and posting the results. They were just, you know, lying about how it was being tested.
0: Right. I, I feel like defrauding uh, investors is the the... This is going to be, I'm, they're going to come after me for this one, John. Get ready oh, yeah. to be canceled. The Gestapo. Just everybody in general for this next sentence. Defrauding investors is like the least important. It's almost a victimless crime. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I, come on. So These I, people, uh, the people with all the, the Waltons. I'm supposed to feel sympathy for the Waltons?
1: Largely agree. Because, and even if we take the Waltons out of it, which is tough to do because, like I said, the most based aspect of this is that she defrauded some of the worst people. Right. Uh, But I think that as far as the SEC is concerned, their definition of fraud that they choose to pursue is overly broad And very punitive on the people who are creating a service where I would argue, I think kind of going as far back in history as you could, the onus is on the investor to know that they're not making a mistake. Like all investment carries risk. And I, I think that you can't just whine that you were defrauded. I think that like you... You genuinely have to do your research if you're pouring billions of dollars into a company, which I don't think these people were
0: doing. Exactly right. Like If they're not consulting experts in the field, experts who, uh, according to your research, kind of knew that what Theranos was promising was kind of bunk, then the onus is on them, the, the investors, to, to absorb that loss.
1: And from my understanding, as far as fraud financially goes, and maybe all fraud. It has to meet five very specific components, and I think that is why there was insufficient evidence on seven of the charges of fraud. But it's a false statement of material fact. They were lying about the speed with which their blood centers could turn this around and that they were using their Edison machine, so checkbox there. Uh, knowledge on the part of the defendant that the statement is untrue. We got that. Intent on the part of the defendant to deceive the alleged victim, justifiable reliance by the alleged victim on the statement. That's my problem. Uh is justifiable reliance by the victim, is I feel like the piece we're missing on a lot of these. Right. Uh, but then again, uh number five, injury to the victim or plaintiff, which of course monetary injury did occur.
0: I mean, what is monetary injury? No one's hurt. Yeah, I think injury just
1: from a legal definition is like a a decreased like capacity in society, whether that be like physical injury, monetary injury, reputation injury. Yeah. But all of this to say, I think that it's kind of silly and like if you get pantsed by giving people millions of dollars, You kind of can't hold it against them if experts have been saying what they're doing is impossible.
0: Yeah, I I feel like this is like a weird societal gray area, like the fact that cops can lie to you during interrogations. um, But if you lie to cops, it's a problem. (laughs) Like, yeah. hmm it's it's a
1: it's a double standard for sure, but I mean, there, there's really no way out of it. The way the system works right now, Elizabeth Holmes was going to get nailed for fraud in some way. Yeah. Uh, so so we'll see how long she stays behind bars. Uh, I personally like Elizabeth Holmes unless through reading about this, I find that there was some injury that took place on, you know, innocent people, in which case I might change my tune. Right, uh, But this has been going on for a few years, and people who have been following it are probably pretty interested. If you want to learn about this, uh, I do highly recommend the book Bad Blood, which is about Theranos. It's <laughs> a very title. good title, and also a, very a, a pretty, pretty well-written book.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, that's interesting. Um, oh, I just had a thought. What was it? It's gone. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, what happens like, to oh, the money? On. What the the billion dollar valuation? Well, not the valuation. I know valuations are more of a theoretical sort of number um, based on metrics and stuff. But the money she took from the VC capitalists—well, that's the venture capitalists. What she raised that money probably through Series A and B funding and stuff like that. Where is that? Is Theranos still a company? <laughs> I mean, I
1: don't know. We, I, I think that the the law, as far as like pass through entities of the United States, I don't know it well yeah. enough. Like, is the founder of a company liable for injury caused, or do they just like cannibalize whatever assets are in Theranos and it dissolves?
0: I don't know. Yeah, th- this is a great question because C- when, when established corporations. To anything but defraud investors when they break because the it's law, not like a
1: tort case, right? Like I, I yeah. just can't, I, I, can't imagine a scenario where Elizabeth Holmes has to pay this money back,
0: right? Usually, the, the, the uh, usually when corporations or individuals and corporations break laws, like companies pay fines. Now, this is interesting because like defrauding investors is one of the very few white collar crimes where somebody actually goes to jail.
1: Yes. I don't know. Is it? I just wonder,
0: because clearly Elizabeth Holmes is smart, right? Well, yeah, but do you think she was misguided? Cause she started the com- com- company when she was 19, but then this, the rest of the story takes place over 15 years. I don't know. It's a very interesting uh, story for sure though.
1: I mean, over 15 years, she repeatedly lied about the capabilities of her company while continuing to raise money uh, by the definitions we set out, I think she's pro- she's obviously like guilty. And I, I, I don't think she probably started misguided. She probably thought she could change the world. and was the next Steve jobs and then, uh, turned into whatever she eventually w- became, which, uh, to be clear, once again, unless injury was caused to innocent people is awesome. <laughs> uh, right. I mean, once I, you start- I gotta tell you once Elizabeth Holmes gets out of jail, She's set for life because she's going to do the same thing that everyone in that space does, even if they're convicted of heinous misconduct, is she's going to start like a speaking tour of how to get money from people and win deals. As long as she doesn't specifically tell people when or how to commit a crime, she's going to be making millions of dollars for the rest of her life.
0: Yeah, ha- had it. Yeah, she can run seminars on sales pitches or just surviving VC meetings and and you know getting the deal struck. Uh, and then also she can pull a Frank Abignail and get hired as a consultant for free sees to, to be able to spot fraudsters like herself. Yeah. It's
1: it's a perfect career track. She just has just, to eat the sentence.
0: Right, you just got to do, you know, Ten years sentence. you'll probably do five to six years, you know, with good behavior. So, yeah, five-year uh, time fine, if you will. And then, yeah, you'll, you'll be set for life, hopefully.
1: Five-year minimum security prison. Hmm. It'll be okay. Yeah,
0: it's a white-collar crime. So, you're going to one of probably the nicer prisons anyway.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, she probably has enough money and connections to kind of choose where she wants to go. right. So it it could certainly be worse. I mean, so, I think her personal net worth before all of this was four point five billion dollars. So you know, not not a bad haul. It's uh, you know, it all yeah. came crumbling down eventually. But what a ride for those last fifteen years!
0: I'm sure the HBO uh, limited drama series will be spectacular. Oh, she is. Uh oh, facing fines. Personal fines, not from the company.
1: Yes, personal fines of a quarter million dollars for each count plus restitution and a maximum of 20 years in prison.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. This is, this is a lot different than the your initial scenario. A quarter of a million for each count. That's four counts. That's a, that's a million dollars. That's a million dollars
1: plus restitution, plus which restitu- I don't know what that means.
0: Well, that's going to be a vague number, but if it, it, she got millions in BC money and these people have suffered damages, it's going to be the difference between what they gave and how much they stand stood to earn basically. Yeah. Which I, I don't know which accountant does that, but they're going to come up with what is deemed a fair number. And then 20 years in prison means you're going to be doing 10 to 11 to maybe 12 you you're, you know years in prison. All right, that's
1: Well, it's it's possible. It's not a 20-year sentence. The the maximum, maximum she could serve is 20 years and we I don't we don't know what her final sentence is yet. All right. So it might be
0: the the get 10 take 5, I don't know. So I I mean, but you're looking at a steeper entry fee to the Ted Talk circuit.
1: <laughs> yes, for sure. I this is definitely a bump in the road. Uh but fascinatingly to me, I think What uh, the tech sector is going to be doing with Elizabeth Holmes for the remainder of her trial is treating her like an aberration when, in fact, uh, she is just somebody who got caught. I think there are people doing the exact same thing Elizabeth Holmes did to a greater extent, probably thousands of them running very good, (laughs) very uh, lucrative startups.
0: Well, yeah, where uh, she went.
1: Sorry. The problem is, I think Elizabeth Holmes just dug in on the one thing and didn't pivot. But a lot of startups will just lie about what they're
0: doing. And then when they realize it's impossible, they'll just pivot to something else. Right. Yeah. They discover, yeah, they'll, they'll, the story will go, we discovered an application in our method that was uh, more promising than the initial uh, goal they set out to do. Yeah. And they'll pivot. And that, you know, as long as the idea is successful nobody bats an eye for sure exactly i, I think i think where she went wrong is she went too big you know you you, you can you can certainly d- like defraud defraud yeah you can certainly defraud people on a smaller scale but as soon as you get these ultra wealthy people in who are going to want that roi eventually that's return on investment like that's where you go wrong
1: yeah i think that Without pivoting, I think that sticking to her story, she was going to get caught eventually.
0: Yeah, especially because like you stuck around, you didn't take the money and run. You, you got you know, you got to do a um a GoFundMe or a Kickstarter, get all that money, and then just disappear to the night.
1: I mean, it's the lottery paradox where everyone says what they do when they when they win the lottery or if they win the lottery. But listen, if I did this shit, the first billion I make, I'm nominating my successor. Like the second I get a billion dollars, I'm like, and my co-owner's taking over, and I'm I'm leaving, right? Goodbye. Because then, if you don't see it to trial, it's pretty hard to say that you knew that it wasn't going to go anywhere. You can be like, I had hope.
0: Right, you know, yeah, it, it, it's the when did you know, what did you know and when did you know it, that, that, and usually, like, if you're smart, you, you always build in sort of like escape routes of like hierarchy, like in, um, in succession when, when Logan Roy's like, I don't want to know, you know, yeah, he wants plausible deniability, even though mo- more than likely he knows everything. He just never wants to say out loud he knows everything because then he'll, he can be culpable. Yeah. If you're at the top, you need parachutes, basically. I mean, I, I think that that maybe is is what Elizabeth
1: Holmes lacked, was plausible deniability. She, she seemed to, to be across most of this stuff.
0: Right. No, it's harder when you are the driving force of the technology that your company is based around, like if you are this tech prodigy then there's no way you can get out of saying like, well, I didn't understand that it didn't necessarily, the technology didn't work as uh, it was explained to me or like I, no one told me this was a future concept that we were going to try to work toward. If you're a, if you're a wunderkind in technology, like no one's going to buy that excuse.
1: Yeah. It's uh, it, you know, she say what you will about Elizabeth Holmes. She walked a fraught path and she lost, but she, She did it, and once again, unless I find out that she hurt an ordinary person, I'm not too upset about it.
0: Yeah, agreed. I mean...
1: I'm going to make a machine, Henry. Okay. And the machine will, I don't know, it's a smartphone app that can detect your blood alcohol content using your speaker.
0: My speaker, okay. Interesting. That's great, Right. right? Yeah, yeah that know. sounds really good. Yeah, you can curb, you know, DUIs. Uh, you can help people make better decisions, things like that. Yeah, it sounds like it would be pretty helpful to a wide swath of people. Uh, what kind of limitations could you see? Uh I like mean,
1: technological for, limitations, maybe. Oh, the, the first one offhand
0: is that there. I don't think
1: there's yeah, any. Yeah, really, way. I really am not interested in hearing it.
0: Oh, okay. I really don't want to know. You don't want to know that. You don't want to know this tech. it's I, not possible. Th-
1: what's important is that I believe okay. that it's going to work. I it's have not, a genuine belief.
0: There's no way for your phone to be able to measure your your breath.
1: You know, I don't really know how phones work, but I, I don't <laughs> truly, truly,
0: I don't believe that what I'm doing is fraudulent. I hear you. Um, all right. Well, I feel like you should hire a couple of people to tell you. Uh, that it it could work, but keep in the back of your mind that you, what you're you're wishing for the impossible.
1: Yeah, right. You said it. It could work, and then I really didn't get what you said after that. But it no, I said work.
0: hire people to tell you that it could work. Yep, it could work. So we're yeah. on the same page. No, hire hire like professional like app designers and phone scientists. Uh huh. And get them get their evaluation of your idea. Yeah, so it could work. Yeah. This million dollars? Tr- <laughs> look, here's the thing that people need to realize about, like, the market. Evaluations are always way more than they should be. <laughs> I mean, yeah, typically. People are like,
1: WeWork? That's a $15 billion company. <laughs> and now you'd never hear people talk about WeWork. No, it fell apart because the whole model didn't make any goddamn sense. I think there are still WeWorks. I believe oh, no, they exist. I don't know. the. Uh, from my understanding, he's litigious, but the person who founded WeWork. Interesting guy. I've never said a person's name. Interesting guy. Yeah. Good
0: guy? Interesting guy. <laughs> I, I, I am keeping my evaluations to myself.
1: Anyway, Elizabeth Holmes, we wish you the best from the Zero Credits Podcast. If you would like to start your TED Talk return retribution tour... We can't pay her. Yeah, what a... I mean, you know, I'm sure... I mean, honestly, if we interviewed her by the end, she'd be walking away with all her money. Oh, you think, you think we would buy in? Oh, for sure. I mean, come on. She got Rupert Murdoch. Yeah, but Rupert Murdoch is...
0: Well, very litigious. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We couldn't. You you think we shouldn't. We shouldn't invite evil. Not evil. That's the wrong word. We shouldn't invite skilled salespeople onto the (laughs)
1: podcast. I highly. Listen. There has never been a better time. Never a better guest punished elizabeth oh my god she has an eye patch and a scar on her face and a horn please come on our <laughs> podcast we'd be happy to have you you'll be a you'll be a co-host three, th- three people <laughs> will host this podcast henceforth two no-name comedians and in quotes in quotes and elizabeth holmes right a disgraced ex-founder of theranos uh, you can't be an ex-founder. She founded the company. <laughs> disgraced founder of... Disgraced ex-billionaire. Yeah, that
0: that, that more so tracks. Yes, uh, but come on the podcast. Alright. The, the invitation is there. Well, you know... Yeah, in like ten, five years, we'll still be doing this podcast.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll be talking about Venom. She'll join us for like the supplemental reading of Venom 5... We're going to be on five by then. Yeah, it, it's great because it just says Venom, but the V is
0: a Roman numeral five. Oh, that would be so good. Dang it. That'd be really good. Uh, well, by hopefully by the time she gets out, Morbius releases. Oh, yeah. She's a big Morbius fan. Because uh, uh, I, I don't know if you heard, John, but uh, Morbius, this uh, jet jet. <laughs> jet jet <Lido. laughs> the Lido. God, Leto. The jet. Jared
1: Leto. Leto? The Jared The Jet God. <laughs> we We get it, Henry. Morbius stars Jet Lee.
0: <laughs> the Jared Leto vehicle for vampire-related <laughs> anti-hero. Hold on, hold on. If you I I think
1: if you arrange oh if, if you pull if you copy and paste parts of Jared Leto so his first name is Jet, I think his name becomes Jet Laredo.
0: <laughs> which Jet is an Laredo. incredible name. Uh Morbius. The Jet Laredo <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> vehicle uh, vampire, maybe not, anti-hero slash villain movie has been delayed once again, John. Yes, the man who never dies the movie that never screens. Exactly. Now, uh, th- this is a little f- funny because, uh, let's see, this is the one, two, three, four, five. 6th time this movie has been delayed. So it was delayed
1: first and foremost I believe because of coronavirus. Exactly. And you know why it's
0: being delayed this time? Coronavirus. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> oh boy. But what's super interesting is is um these these last two delays have put the movie in a very interesting spot. And, and in fact I think it might save the movie a little bit. Um Sorry, I got distracted. <clears throat> because, as we all know, January is the month that movies go to die. Mm-hmm. And uh, before, previous to this most recent delay, uh, that's a word now. <laughs> it was it was going to premiere on January twenty first, and then got delayed a week to January twenty eighth. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. Which. For all intents and purposes meant, in my mind, that Sony was giving up, or they thought that this movie was so good it was going to resurrect January as a, a movie month, which it is clearly not. Uh-huh. Uh, but now, with delaying it by three months to April 1st... <laughs> oh,
1: great. Uh, there, There's no headline you could write about a movie that comes
0: out on April 1st if it's bad. No. Y- yeah, yeah. I I I initially thought, hey, it's delayed again. Maybe they they really believe in this movie. But then with the April first release date, I think they're just trying to protect themselves from bad reviews. They're trying to protect
1: themselves from bad reviews, and they're also opening themselves up to being able to delay it
0: again by being like April Fools, Morbius is delayed again. Right, right. They're giving themselves the option to delay further. Uh, but it's what, what's very funny about this Morbius movie is that like, not only was it supposed to be out already, it was supposed to come out in July of 2020. Uh-huh. And then it got July 10th of 2020, and then it got delayed to July 31st of 2020. Because they're like, okay, we'll give it two weeks, three weeks. We'll, this will all be over again. It, keep in mind that, like, the country locked down in March. Yes. <laughs> they thought a couple of weeks. Fine. Sure. I After, mean, to be fair, we all kind of thought that. I know. I just, I'm using hindsight to make it even funnier. Yes. Um, it was then delayed until March of 2021. Cause they thought clearly a year will be fine. Um, And then I think, I honestly think it got delayed from March to October because I thought the movie would perform better in October because it's spooky and scary. Mm -hmm. It's got a vampire in it. Kind of. Morbius. He's not a real vampire? Morbius. I don't know. It then got delayed again because Venom got delayed. Venom Mm -hmm. 2 got delayed to October. So I think they pushed it so that Venom, they wouldn't be competing with themselves. Okay,
1: I see. You don't want Morbius going up against Venom, not yet. Kind of the same, the same kind of dude who's going to go see Venom is probably the Morbius dude,
0: right? Yeah, if they're invested in this Tom Hardy Venom, you know, thing that's going on, they're probably going to be involved in this Jared Leto vampire thing that's going on. Um, so they didn't want to compete with themselves. So I think they pushed it to January initially because Venom got pushed to October. Mm-hmm. And like we can, only, we can only release one movie this year. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, this most recent one, because of Omicron, they're pushing it again till April. But I really think pushing it to April is for the best for them because no one's going to the theaters. Take Omicron out of the picture. No one's going to the theaters right now. What's in theaters right now? Uh, I can't think of anything. Yeah, Spider-Man No Way Home. Saw that. Yeah, saw that. Um, But people who didn't see it or didn't have time over the holidays, they're not going to pick Morbius over Spider-Man.
1: Absolutely not. You'd be crazy to.
0: Especially if all the rave reviews and, like, you know, Spider-Man made the, you know, record box office for the entire year. And it came out, like, three weeks until the end of the year. Like, you can't compete with that kind of marketing.
1: I think it's smart to push it. I was personally looking at the slate of movies being released in April of 2022. Yeah. And it's fascinating.
0: Let, yeah, me, so let I, me hit you with a few. Hit, hit me with a couple. I've got a couple that if you don't name, I'll name.
1: Uh, it's going to be competing with The Unbearable Weight of
0: Massive Talent. Oh, I'm I'm actually very excited about that movie.
1: Nicolas Cage, Pet- I I don't know what this movie is about, but it's got Nicolas Cage,
0: Pedro Pascal, and Tiffany Haddish in it, and I love them all. Do you want me to elevator pitch it to you? Absolutely. Nicolas Cage pays him plays himself in a Great. movie where uh a, a like a drug lord is such a big fan he hires Nicolas Cage to come perform for his birthday. Oh, I love it. Uh, Meanwhile, the FBI intercepts Nicolas Cage and makes him, like, become, uh, wear a wire, become, like, a double agent. Uh, Oh, God, I'm bleeding a lot. Oh, no. If you need to take care of that, do so. It's okay. I'll give Morbius to come drink my blood. Morbius. Um, But anyway, so yeah, Nicolas Cage becomes basically uh, not an unwitting, but a reluctant FBI wire plant. To try to take down this drug kingpin mm-hmm. um, by playing himself, and a, a, a version of himself that is fallen on hard times and needs the money,
1: which has never happened to Nicolas Cage, not in his life. He's never taken a role just to pay his taxes. No. Speaking uh, yeah, so, of which, watch season of the witch. Is he in that? Yeah.
0: Is he good? Ron Perlman's in it too. He plays. It's Hellboy. great. Anyway, so yeah, that's under under the unbearable weight of Massive Talent. A movie that sounds too good to be good. Uh, can't wait for that to come out. But that's they're going up against that. Morbius is going up against that. Morbius is going up against that. And, of course,
1: Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. A movie in a series that I don't know how many movies there are in it. I watched they're... the first Fantastic... Here's some real shit. We just watched all the Harry Potter movies again. They hold up. They hold up. Um, They're good. They, they hold up significantly better than the books do. Yeah. Um, real real credit to the screenwriters of those movies. Um, but I don't know anything about these Fantastic Beasts movies, and I, in fact, forgot they were set in the Harry Potter universe.
0: Yeah, it was funny, because last year I made a joke t- to Jamie about, oh, man, we haven't heard anything about the next Fantastic Beasts movie. And we laughed because we thought they were, like, canceled. You know, like, they weren't going forward with them anymore. Mm -hmm. And then the next week, they're like, oh, hey, here's the name of the the next movie that we're doing for some reason.
1: Yeah, I mean, there was Crimes of Grindelwald, which is just a title that I can't get over.
0: There were no crimes in the movie other than breaking and entering, by the way. Uh, Fantastic. Are there more... Is this the third movie? This is the third one out of like five planned or four planned. I don't know. Great. Great. I don't Secret care. to Dumbledore. Turns out he wears a wig. What? So clearly
1: the naming convention is Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Right. And then the blank of blank and the blank of blank. Right. So I think the next one is going to be Fantastic Beasts and Grindelwald to Dumbledore them.
0: <laughs> the, the Grindelwalds of Dumbledore the Grindelwalds of Dumbledore the wearer
1: Dun- of find
0: Uh yeah the Niffler was cute he was the best one and then they brought him back and it was like don't tease me with what used to be good anyway Morbius Morbius Jared Leto is going to play a vampire anyway he's also going up against a a movie called Easter Sunday.
1: Ooh, in April. Wait, isn't Easter typically in April? It can fall in April. I, I guess maybe it would have to. Okay, what right. month was Jesus crucified in?
0: I don't know. What It changes, doesn't it? How can it change? It changes. Easter is always a different thing,
1: isn't it? i mean i don't know he he arose three days later so if the
0: length of the year so this year is shouldn't it be the same day every year it's it's not this year uh easter sunday is on april 17th let's talk about this let's use the rest of the podcast to talk about this okay so this past year it was on april 4th yeah i mean that's cute but why (laughs) All right, and the year before that, it was on April 12th. Isn't it to celebrate the day that he emerged from the tomb? In 2019, it was April 21st. No, no, no. In 2018, it was on April Fool's Day. But isn't it... (laughs) On April
1: 16th, it was on April... Isn't it to commemorate a date following a specific
0: date? Why would it move? In 2016, it was in March. Great, but why... Uh, I think it's based on a different calendar. If you want, to, if you want an actual answer.
1: Oh, fine. It's um, set to coincide with the first Sunday of the Pashal full moon, the first moon after the vernal equinox. There
0: you go. Because it's the like Jewish how,
1: calendar is tied to solar and lunar cycles. Right. It's like how Hanukkah changes. Damn it.
0: Hanukkah changes every year too.
1: Oh. Ah. Uh. And yet he's always born on Christmas. Isn't that strange? (laughs) Isn't it strange? Isn't that? what, What a coincidence. Welcome back to Atheist Credits. Oh, God, I'm not. Welcome back to no. Skeptic Credits, where no. we
0: unravel the mysteries of your so called religion. What's. Oh, I really, I'm just curious about calendar dates, John. <laughs> 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 What's it, I'm not here to, to pick apart religions. I'm here to pick apart. We all know that, you know, it, it's to. Christmas is to offset Sanguine or whatever.
1: Welcome to Skeptical
0: Credits, oh, the show
1: where we destroy your precious of
0: religion. Oh, I don't like this at <laughs> all. This is bad. It's a uh, bad look for the podcast. I'm sorry, it's a pivot. I don't think Elizabeth Holmes is going to want to come on now.
1: <laughs> no, she doesn't like skeptical people. Yeah, no. She doesn't like people who ask questions. <laughs> no, she she certainly does not. Morbius loves people who ask questions. Mostly that people who ask the question, "Are you a
0: vampire? <laughs> Is he a vampire?" I saw Look, that here's the thing about Morbius. I have su- this the delaying makes me a little mad because now I have to sit through more of these trailers. Trailers that don't answer anything about the movie as to whether it's going to be good or not. <laughs> We may
1: not know which questions Morbius likes to be asked, but we know the question that Jared, I'm sorry, Jet Laredo likes to be <laughs> asked, which is, would you like to be in a movie? <laughs>
0: would you like to be in a movie and be the worst part of the movie you're And in? the answer is always yes. Right. Oh, goody
1: good. Fun oh, time Jet Laredo. I'm excited for Morbius. Uh, because yeah. it is our first taste of the extended Venom verse, right?
0: Right. Yeah. So so far, it's just been Venom, Venom one, and Venom two. Uh, Venom two, a movie that I thought was a signal of the end of the Venom verse, but all signs are pointing to its continuation. And of course, we know
1: that the market share of this podcast depends on the success of the Venom verse. Yeah. Uh, we, so we're, whole we're betting
0: big. We're a whole symbiote. riddled hog (laughs) if the if the name of this
1: episode is not symbiote riddled hog oh my god have you ever been to a whole symbiote riddled hog barbecue before it is the best doesn't the meat just grow back (laughs) the meat does grow back oh no that's horrible
0: horrifying the meat meat grows back the meat grows back (laughs) symbiote riddled hog yeah we're going whole hog on this Venomverse thing right after oh god what What are we doing we have no time it's, John it's insane to me
1: that there is a spider pig but there's not a symbiote riddled hog anyway please
0: John I can't believe I forgot that until just now oh my god I hate myself okay what else is now? sorry um <laughs> oh fuck you <laughs> We're having fun. Uh, how this should have been the main story this week. I blame the booster
1: shot. I'm glad we're discovering this with five minutes left in the episode.
0: Vin Diesel, not Vin Diesel. Dwayne oh, Johnson yeah, responded to, to Vin Diesel. This all blew up. Oh, we we don't have time to cover it. But he he,
1: he Here, here's
0: here's here's what we did,
1: can do. We can it, what, if you want. We can do our research and cover it in depth next week, or we can do a
0: brief recap right now. I don't want to slam-jam this into the end of this episode. The
1: biggest news of the year! And it's January
0: (laughs) 4th! Biggest (laughs) news of the... My phone blew up with news articles, headlines about this. Because my phone is like, the algorithm is so messed up, it's like, you really like Fast and Furious. Yeah, the
1: algorithm for me is like... Yeah, it's, it's the exact same thing. It's like, you really like knowing what new games are coming to Xbox Games Pass <laughs> and you also really want to know what's happening
0: in Fast and the Furious. Right. Uh, so yeah, we'll do a little research, we'll do some digging, and then next week, don't let me forget I won't. We're going to cover this, this grand response by Dwayne Johnson to one Vin Diesel. That is our promise. That's a little preview for next week. I hope You look forward to that.
1: And if in the intervening time Vin Diesel responds, we'll have all the more succulent beef to cover. Ooh, does it grow back? No, only the symbiote riddled hog grows Uh, back. The beef is finite. The the finite beef. Well, hopefully there's enough for all of us. Uh, Finite beef, infinite hog. (laughs)
0: oh no i feel like we really hit our stride
1: stop this (laughs) we really hit our stride in the latter days of this episode isn't easter to celebrate when the infinite beef uh emerged from the tomb that's sacrilegious
0: yeah, we wouldn't stand sacrilege here on zero credits. We can't. The show where atheists skeptically <laughs> question everything.
1: No, no, no. Zero credits is the show we talk about things, but skeptical credits. Okay. Oh, god. Ske- the, the 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 thumbnail of skeptical credits is just both of us like holding our chins with an eyebrow cocked up and we're both wearing those those dumbass little newsy hats oh, and like no. marvel t-shirts under blazers we bought from goodwill i hate everything about this we're modern day thinkers i'm a stoic and he's a cynic welcome to skeptical
0: credits
1: oh i don't like who you'd become. <laughs> I don't like it when you're
0: skeptical. I don't like it. When you're skeptical, you sound vaguely like a Harry Potter villain. (laughs) I work, first of all,
1: I work at Gringotts. (laughs) Okay. Man, those movies rule. They get rid of almost all of the anti-Semitism.
0: <laughs> almost <laughs> wow no yeah we caught we caught like maybe 30% of one on television and i was like man this is actually a, a jam this elf that doesn't want this wizard to go to wizard school They're like oh what's going on here the movies are so good like yeah. there's there's like a lineage
1: the third one is directed by alfonso cuaron yeah, it's, famous
0: director who uh, directed uh, more things.
1: Uh, Itu Mama
0: Tambien, Children of right. Men.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah, I I stand by the Harry Potter movies. I think they rip. I think they're cool. And I think they handled the transition from children's book to horrifying Nazi allegory way better <laughs> than the books did. Yeah, they're good. They're really good. They're very good. Hermione is the best character. Everybody knows this. No, it's Creature. (laughs) Of course, Creature. A big Creature, Stan. Well. I'm just saying, I don't get why (laughs) Nagini didn't have the Elder Wand. (laughs) What? (laughs) So, like, the Elder Wand goes to whoever defeated the Master who had the Elder Wand. Yeah? So why didn't Nagini get it?
0: Nagini's a snake...
1: Yeah, and Snakes. Listen, can't we won't deal. we're not gonna spoil the end of Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> we can't right. spoil we're the go- end of yeah. these children's books from twelve years ago.
0: I'm just saying snakes can't hold wands. They can and no, they have... can't. <laughs> <laughs> name one snake wizard. Oh, you you're not aware?
1: Well, I spent a lot more time on Pottermore than you do, Oh but my there's God. there's a snake wizard who invented- <laughs> I'm actively bleeding over there's here. A, there is a snake wizard that, in, that invented shitting your pants. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> there was this whole thing on Pottermore where they were like- Oh, right, Where there were right. bathrooms, wizards would shit their pants and then just make the poop disappear. Yep. Great, Pottermore was a mistake. Clearly, yes. The only thing about this book oh. that was a mistake, since you're bleeding, and we're talking about infinite hog and wand snakes. I feel like we should wrap this up. Yes, and uh, since it has been a long time since I've done the social media, I would like to do the social media. So, if you'd like to send us a pic of your infinite hog or wand snake, oh my uh, god! What? Please <laughs> do so on Twitter if it conforms to the rules of cool. Uh, which are the only rules that matter on Twitter, and you can do that too, ZCPCWHJ on twitter.com, which stands for Henry. Zero Credits Podcast. Riffri. Riff, 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 riff. That's right. 40% correct, which is more than we usually get. If you want to send us a longer email, <laughs> uh, I don't know why the concept of email was funny to me. I just sent out a million letters what? i'm like oh. fucking hogwarts over here right wait okay I'll check if my you mailbox. lick enough envelopes your mouth starts to feel like you inhaled the air from a box of crispy cream donuts uh it's very strange if you want to send us an email do it too <laughs> Email at zerocredits We have a plethora of forwarders. I just updated my bank account information on both our name service and our hosting service, so all should be good there. It's complicated to get a new bank account when you have responsibilities. We are on every podcast service: PodChaser, Good Pods, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. If you found us there. You can find us anywhere. Leave true. a review. Leave some stars if you want to on whatever service. I think that juices us in the algorithm, but you know what the sweetest juice of all is? The the sweet the the, the meat's done when the clear juices run out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh tell that to your friends <laughs> Listen, listen, what is listen, happening? listen, right now, your friends, your family, everyone, they got cloudy juices. <laughs> they got cloudy this. pink juices. You press on them with a fork or your thumb, cloudy pink juices come. But if you tell them to listen to the Zero Credits podcast, finally, their juices will be clear and they can be removed and seared uh, because Zero Credits is the sous vide for the ears. Because word of the mouth is the only way we can survive, so tell your juicer friends, uh, and they'll uh, listen to it. Tell them not to listen to this episode, though. Be like, it's all pretty good, but two forty four is kind of where they lost me. You've got a, like two hundred f- you've got like two hundred and sixty hours worth of content before you have to deal with that
0: real stinker. <laughs> And from everyone here at the bleeding out, uh, John's taking a long time to read the social media studios, we want to wish you a happy
1: week. Now let's just spend seven to ten more minutes while you continue to bleed.
0: I think it stopped. And just my leg is covered in blood. Oh wow! All of it? No, 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 no. Watch just out the part. For- just the part that's bleeding. Watch out for Morbius. Oh god, is that him lurking? Wait, he's not actually a vampire, so I don't care. Oh, okay. Well, right. yeah. There's no such thing as vampires.
1: There's no such thing as vampires. We busted it on Skeptical Credits. Oh my
0: god. All right, goodbye Let everybody. Me tell you things aren't real. Goodbye. <laughs>
1: I got next level punchy in the last like 10 minutes of that podcast.